East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day. Good day. Good day. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Hello. What's up? Hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, y'all in the house. Yeah, yeah, y'all in the house. There's something wrong with your sister. I don't know. I don't know. Why is everyone... We all just... I don't know. It's rainy outside. We're tired. Are we hungry? I'm not hungry. I ate. No, we ate a lot. What? Oh, the steak that mom and dad posted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and pumpkin pie. Oh. Steak. Yes, pumpkin pie. It was like steak steak Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Steak stuffing and pumpkin pie. Oh, we didn't have that. That's all I want from Thanksgiving. Did she fart? No. Yes, she did. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) it's Linda's day. It is my day. Congratulations. You made it to episode 72. Can I just? One. 70. No, yes. Two. Last, yesterday. Last week was 71. Two. All the bullets are next to you. I don't know if Leslie, uh. What? Floor. Oh, I got one. One. That's That's all I need. You going to get it in one shot? Oh, FYI, after we finished recording yesterday, well, whatever, yes, last week's episode, Josh was so excited. (laughs) He was like up here for the rest of the night until like we fell asleep. Like he was so giddy and he was like (laughs) hyper as hell and just kept talking. And I was like, where was this when we recorded the episode? He's super, no, he's like... (laughs) He's super shy, but he was like, it's so much fun. And he was like so excited. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you good? I was like, you can never hang out with me and my sisters again. I was like, because our crackhead rubbed off on you. Oh, and no. he was like, and then Jonathan was like, so how was it podcast recording with your favorite podcast? <laughs> and he was like, it was so different. He was like, I got to see all the little faces they make at each other. And like... You really miss that just listening. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about like video recording. Oh, God. That would be so bad. He was like, right. all the side eyes and the, <laughs> the little like glares they shoot at each other. <laughs> like, Yo, are you actually talking about that? I, no, shut up. <laughs> okay, where are we going, Leslie? Where are we going? Where are we going? I wanted to say Virginia, but I'm feeling either South Carolina or New Jersey. Uh-huh. I'm going to do Jersey. Wrong. Oh, was it South Carolina? No. It was Virginia, wasn't it? No. Oh, damn it. I don't know. I felt very central east coast. Was it? Yo, our map is falling. I okay. know, and I already fixed it once. It needs super glue. No, I have the glue. Is it north or south? West. Virginia? Again? No. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh. Oh, shit. Look at that. I got stuck. Uh, oh, my gosh. That really got stuck. There's like three of them in there. Oh, Jesus. Where are we going? I give you one more. West. Georgia. No. I'm, what? Oh, but it's getting close, though. Florida. I said South no. Carolina. North Carolina. No. Virginia. No. Alabama. Where? Tennessee. Louisiana. This bitch. I hate y'all. Again, <laughs> two weeks in a row. <laughs> well, here's the what the Mothman pin looks like. He's oh, the I one in the middle. Him. Ouch. He's cute. In the middle. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's actual mm-hmm. moth. Like, yeah. I, my pin is, I think it's in the bedroom. Oh, oh wait. Are we going to go to coach? Were you lying to me about that? I'm not going anywhere. Look, that's that's the other dude. The, the furthest we're going is uh, the dining room. What other guy? That that one? Didn't you do that one too? The Wendigo, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. I have all of the pins. Uh this is the The Chupacabra, right? Huh? The Chupacabra? Yes. The Chup Chup. Okay, Linda. Okay. Louisiana. So Bye you. Yes. 
in the palm of your hands? No, because I was going to say this was actually um, requested because somebody told me it was a crazy story and they wanted to hear about it. They wanted me to kind of look into it. Yeah. This was me? Yeah. So I actually I actually did it because when she when every when she kept asking, like, do you have a story ready? Do you have a story ready? I never told her that I was going to actually do it. She was like, I think that you should. Okay, okay. Premise this. I know nothing about this. Oh I was in a patient's room and like the patients always just leave their TVs on when they fall asleep. So it's either infomercials, evangelical, the same one guy plant your seed for sixty dollars and blah blah blah. Oh, whatever. My God. And then it's either Reba or murder. Like, that's that's what these old people watch. And I was in there, and I was listening to it, and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> and I was, like, slightly listening to it, so I know two people's names. That's it. I put them in a notepad on my phone as I was leaving the patient's room. Then I Googled it to make sure I had their names right. And then I sent it to Linda and I was like, this shit sounds crazy, but I don't entirely know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just sat there. I just like hearted her message and left it at that. Like did not say anything. I was like, you know what? I'm going to look into this. I have to tell you because the full episode, I didn't feel like watching clips of it. Mm -hmm. So I ended up buying the full episode and then looking up articles and stuff like that. Because I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's a little, like, sketch. Well, not sketch, but, like, clearly there was a TV episode. Do we care if we say it? Does it really matter? The name of the episode? The, the name of the TV show? No. Okay, so it was on Snapped. I don't know what that is. It's basically about people who, like... Snap! Yeah. Just go crazy? Yeah, it's just like me. Like, one day they're, you're sitting there and you're like, they, I would have never thought that they would be that kind of person. Kind of thing. Just one day something snaps. Yeah. That's going to be one of us one day. Yeah. I put 20 bucks on Leslie. Yep. Maybe, yeah. Because you and I are crazy out loud. I feel like I talk a lot of shit, but I don't follow through. See, but that's the whole thing. (laughs) People would expect it from one of us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Her over there with the beanie. It was bad head day. Hat day. So does Linda. So do I. I don't. I I didn't feel like finding a hair tie. Yeah. Your hair matches your sweater. I know. Like, perfectly. Thank you. It's a color sweater I need. I got it at um, Marshall's. For what? Football games. That's this cool oh, yeah, color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So. Louisiana. Yes. We're Snack. in Louisiana. Bon ton. Yes. So, we are going to talk today about. Was that Louisiana? A lady named. I don't know. A lady named Kiana Barnes. <laughs> I don't have her birthday. I don't think they actually ever gave her birthday. They just said that she was born in 1979, and she is a native to New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, she came from a very, what they said, affluent family. Dad was former military, and after he retired from the military, he ended up working for a cable company, and the mom was a children's book author. But honestly, from when she was little, they said she was very well taken care of. She lived in a, she had a close knit family. Like she, there, there wasn't anything that she ever needed. Like she was given everything. <laughs> Sorry, I spelled Arthur, Arthur, <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, what? That's really wrong. <laughs> she went to private schools. You know, it's not like they didn't have money. They did. People said that she had a very bubbly personality. She was petite and she was very studious. You know, she did well in school up until her teenage years. And then that's when they said that everything kind of went downhill from there. She started rebelling against her family that she, I guess, you like she, she just wanted to... I got her birthday for you. What is it? Okay, first, some places were just saying November of... 1979 and i was like oh no this bitch gonna be a scorpio just like my gosh dang what did i do mothman mothman and i was like oh no she's sagittarius that's all that matters she ain't me uh (laughs) november 29th 1979 okay yeah because uh a lot of the things that i found were just articles regarding her whatever but anyway so we'll get there eventually but yeah so 
her parents started like not liking the friends that she was hanging out with, kept telling them like, we don't like them. Stop hanging out with them. She started rebelling against them. She eventually took herself out of private school and went into public schools. So when she was in high school, she was like, I'm done with you guys. I'm so sick and tired of this. 16 decides to go into uh, public school. I was like, is she allowed to do that? But I guess at 16, you're allowed to. Yeah. So yeah, she was like, and- I'm, I'm so done with it. Yeah. Sorry. My brain farted. Yeah. So she started going to these really rough schools. She started getting into a lot of bad things. She's bouncing around from friends' houses, sleeping on couches, you know, wherever she can be, you know, really rough schools. I think I I can't really say that she got into fights and stuff like that, but she she was definitely with a rougher crowd now. She wasn't with what uh, her family was used to. But when she was younger, even I think up until like her teenage years, she wanted to be a model. That was one of her dreams. And from what people were saying that she was beautiful, so she could have been. It was just the fact that she she just wanted to be like her friends, I guess. I don't know. Rebelling. She did eventually graduate high school. But once she graduated high school, she ended up like being on the streets a lot more and got into stripping. Oh, yeah. Nice. So by 18, she was a You stripper. got the body for it. Go for it. Well. I'm just saying. It's lucrative. If you got the attitude for it, go for it. Apparently, she had the attitude for it. <laughs> it's lucrative. I would do it if I could. Texas. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, Texas. I I'm not saying anything about you doing it or not doing it. It's cool. You want to go ahead. Bye. I was just going to say go to Texas. Why? Because they have a whole bunch of clubs oh. like that. And no, I've got to be a high-end Thank you. I gotta be. Yeah, no, they have a whole bunch of. They have a whole bunch of clubs that are like that. I don't know. I follow them on TikTok. (laughs) Trust me. Oh, send me the links. (laughs) Not anymore. You just (laughs) shot them all down without even knowing about them. (laughs) Anyways, I'm kidding, Dad. (laughs) No, she's not. (sighs) So, (laughs) one day after working, she's at a gas station, and while she's at a gas station, she meets a. Orleans Parish police officer by the name of Clinton Lewis. Don't ask me how to spell his last name. I'm not 100% sure. All I know is that it's pronounced Lewis. Was I watching the TV when it came up on the... No. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so he was older than her. He's a police officer. They start talking and getting to know each other, and they end up really connecting. Um, He, in interviews, said... That he just, he wanted to help her get out of the struggle. So he ends up taking her in. And they do have a relationship together. He wants to help get her out of that lifestyle. So while they're living together, she stops stripping, you know. And he was like, she was like everything that you could have wanted from a wife. Like, Mm -hmm. she took care of the finances. They got married? Well, they're they're living together okay. right now, so they're they're living together. They're dating, and so she wifey why... material. Yeah. Okay. So she's like taking care of the finances. She's dealing with all the books. She's cleaning the house. She's doing laundry. She's like putting like all the things away. He has like literally anything that you could have ever asked for. That private school money. Yeah, and so. <laughs> She she just she had hopes, she had dreams, and he wanted her to do all of that, Mm -hmm. like just do what she wanted. So a year after they had been living together and dating, they decided to get married. No. Yeah. You ruined it, Leslie. In 1999, Kiana and Clinton get married. And not too long after that, their relationship ends up getting crazy. It's very like tumultuous. They it got to the point where the arguments, the domestic disputes would get so loud and so violent that he wasn't calling them. Again, he's a police officer, but he wasn't calling anybody. But the neighbors would end up hearing what was going on and calling the cops. Oops. And it was always because she was becoming physically violent. Mm-hmm. You know, she was being the aggressor. She was doing all of these things. And it there was one time that um, Clinton said that They were arguing. She got so pissed off at him that she ends up pulling a gun out on him. (gasps) Mind you, he's a cop. She pulls a gun out on him. And when he goes to, like, take it out of her hand, he, like, goes to smack it out of her hand. And the gun goes off literally right above his head. Like, it just misses his head. And so he's sitting there wrestling with her. And the gun goes off multiple times. But he never actually gets shot. And then he realizes 
this is really bad for my career. I can't keep her in here anymore. So then he asked her to move out. So she moves out, but they are still like seeing each other. Mm-hmm. They're they still married. Do, yeah, they they're married, but like they're still seeing each other, but the arguments are continuing. They don't right. stop. She's still abusive. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say at that, like that point it was abusive, but it was arguments. Like there was yelling, there were fights. And so he was like, listen, it's better if we just stop this. Like this isn't going anywhere. You moved out already. We're done. Like I can't do this anymore. Gonna lose my job. You're bouncing around from couch to couch with your friends. Like I just, I can't do this. I said, no, 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 no. Yeah. In 2001 or 2002, that's when he ends up kicking her out. They were married for two years, two years, two, three years ish. I'm fine. No, you're good. You got fur in your mouth? Yeah, that's your dog. Sorry. It was a white hair. So, not too long after Kiana had been kicked out by Clinton, she ends up meeting a guy named Perry Jennings Jr. And his family says that if you knew him and you knew him well, you would know that he was called PJ, not Perry. He was seven years older than Kiana. And he was actually an Air Force pilot, and he joined the Air Force after he had graduated high school. They said that he was an amazing person. He was, like, the guy, the big brother of the neighborhood. Like, all the younger boys looked up to him. Mm -hmm. Anything, you know, he was the heartthrob. Everybody loved him. He always, like, girls were just, like, in love. Yeah. Here comes PJ down the street. (laughs) Yeah. So they said that he was, like, he was a great guy, and everybody loved him. Kiana ends up meeting PJ, uh, I think through a mutual friend when she's bouncing around from couch to couch. They end up meeting each other. She tells him about the abusive relationship that she's in. Oh, girl, please. And how she just can't do it and she needs an out. And he decides because he's such a great guy that he's going to help her. Don't do it. She crazy. Yeah. He don't know that. Well, I know that. He's going to know. I signed 20 points. Just saying. (laughs) But she tells him, listen, I'm in this really abusive relationship. I have nowhere to go. I have no place to stay. He threw me out. So then PJ's like, listen, you can sleep on my couch. Everything's going to be okay. So as far as the family's concerned, there was no actual sexual relationship or any any type of intimate relationship with these two. It was platonic. Yes. That's, That's what he said. That's what he always told them. But Kiana actually goes back to her husband and says, you know what? I don't care that you threw me out. We're done anyway because I found someone new. Oh! So she tells, even though everybody else knows, like everybody that knows Kiana or anybody that's in the Kiana PJ circle, they know that they're not together, but she goes off and tells her husband that she's moved on and found somebody new. So he's under the assumption like this marriage is completely over because she's with somebody else. But after a while, I think that things just kind of get a little shaky between PJ and Kiana. Like, I guess things aren't working out. Again, they're they're just friends. But eventually, PJ tells her, like, you can't stay here anymore. Like, you need to go. Yeah, you a leech, a parasite. You you need to go do things. Like, I've tried helping you. And it's just, like, not going well. So is that the word? How, How long after I, I'm not exactly sure. I think it was that she stayed with him for like a year or something. Or mm, maybe. I was yawning. Oh. Maybe like. Why did I make her eyeballs Clinton, look like that? Clinton <laughs> and yeah, her broke up maybe like late January or late 2001, something like that. So mm-hmm. then she meets PJ not too long afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say like March like early March of 2002. Okay. She's out and about on the streets again. So she's doing her thing, attempting to live her best life. And while she's out living her best life, she meets somebody else. Ugh. So while she's out with her friends, uh, her car ends up breaking down at a gas uh, truck stop. And a guy comes into the truck stop by the name. And the guy's name is Jimmy Shepard. He's 41 years old. So Kiana is in her 20s at this time. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her car's broken down. He sees that she's having trouble, so he goes over and talks to her to try and get, like, some info, see if he can help her. She tells him what's going down, and he's like, you know what? I can help you fix your car. He's like, just, if you want, you can come stay with me while your car's getting fixed, and everything will be fine. So, Kiana says yes. 
Why you say yes to some random guy at a because truck stop? Because she wants to work state. But apparently the truck stop is in a place that they call the Irish Bayou. So this is where he lives. So he Irish. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> and I don't know what I drew, but she's scary looking. <laughs> yeah, girl. Like no model. <laughs> so Kiana accepts, right? Of course. Of course. She wants to go. So well, she wants her car fixed. Exactly. No, she wants a place to stay. Well, she ends up she saying wants her his car fixed. Okay. Quote, unquote. Whatever. So, Kiana goes. She's sleeping on his couch. That only lasts a week. After sleeping on his couch, she's sleeping in his bed. Oh, no. <laughs> I said only one week, and I got to put on couch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, after a week, Jimmy and Kiana end up having a sexual relationship. And not platonic. Yeah. And Jimmy is apparently very fond of his young love. Uh, he likes to take her out, kind of show her off. She's young. She's pretty. You know, he's older. But anybody that met her, they were like, you know, she was a well-spoken girl. You know, she was nice. She was kind. Of course so, she was. She was raised yeah. that way. Exactly. That was early March, right? Mm-hmm. April 1st. 2002. The Fool's Day. Jimmy's out drinking with his brother and some friends. Maybe both of his brothers. I believe he has two brothers and then some of his friends. When he ends up receiving a call from Kiana, he tells her what he's doing and she asks him to come home so that way they can be at home drinking together. (laughs) And Jimmy ends up leaving. Okay? Okay. Mind you, he's already been drinking with friends. So he ends up going home with Kiana to drink more. He leaves the bar and that's the end of that. You know? What do you mean that's the end of that? Well... He goes. He He's leaves. Never seen nobody. Again? Well, nobody ends up talking to him the rest Onto of the night. On to the next bullet. That's yes. what that means. Nobody ends up talking to him the rest for the rest of that night. The next day, April second, two thousand two. One of his coworkers shows up about six a.m. on the second, and he is coming to pick him up for work. He's knocking, knocking, knocking. No response. So then, the coworker ends up going into the house uh-uh, and uh-uh. finds Jimmy. In a pool of his own blood in the living room. I knew it. (laughs) Nobody ever saw him again. (laughs) He saw him. Not alive. (laughs) Yeah. So then the the cops end up being called. They're looking around. Does not look like a burglary because all the things that would have been taken are still left there. But then the cops end up notifying Jimmy's family. So one of his brothers comes in, and as soon as his brother gets there, he realizes that Jimmy's van's gone. He's like, dude, somebody stole his van. And they're like, wait, what? So then they put out an APB for him. And while the cops are doing their thing, his brother is, like, calling people. He's like, Ayo, Jimmy's van, missing. I need you guys to look for it. Ayo, like, remember what his van looked like? We got to go looking for it. So then him and some of their friends all go out looking for did it. Did they suspect Kiana at any point? Yes, they did. Only because they knew that from the phone call the night before, again, he was out at right. the bar drinking. So they knew that he had gotten the phone call from Kiana. She was the last She person. was the last person that they knew was with him. And then when they were, when the police were told that, they realized she's nowhere to be found. She's only known this man for like a month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just getting this straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when they're looking at the body, they realize that there are stab wounds all over his body. Oh, Lord. And that's why he was like in a pool of his own blood. By 8.30 a.m., the brothers and friends were the ones who ended up finding Jimmy's van at a car wash. I don't know how far away it was, but apparently it wasn't in the area. And a couple blocks away, Kiana was found at a battered women's shelter. (laughs) Girl! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it is funny. <laughs> well, then the police take her in for questioning because, again, she's the last person that's seen with him. So she takes they take her in for questioning. And while they're questioning her, she actually admits to murdering him. Oh, oh but she says that it was in self-defense because of the fact that while they're sitting there drinking, he came on to her. She tried telling him no. 
And from her story, he wasn't listening. So he was attempting to rape her and she panicked and stabbed him. A billion times. times. Yeah. It didn't actually say how many times that he was stabbed, but I'm Googling it. Enough. It's more than once. That's oh yeah no. Oh, there were like I mean, stab wounds. Enough for him to be dead. Stab wounds on his chest, I believe. Stab wounds. Stab I mean, wounds on his back. I only like, gotta stab you once to kill you. I know where to stab people. Like, yeah, but she was out. like, they okay. said she was like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Jesus from Christ. all the all the things that I read, she was like five four, 140 pounds. Like she's tiny. I feel like even multiple stab wounds. If he's trying to come on to you, like, how are you going to get that much? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy eyebrow. How, how are you going to get, like, I guess adrenaline and stuff like that? Yeah, like, if it's fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to kill somebody. <laughs> but it's just, you're, you're, you're an idiot. Like, again, they said she's petite. Yeah. Like, she's tiny. So people are astonished at, the, like, that she, I mean, she admitted it. Look, all I got to say is our mom is tiny and she definitely spider monkeyed my back and threw me into a couch because I was sassy. I mean, yes. Petite people are scary. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying they can be. (laughs) (laughs) But after investigating a little bit more, police realized that Kiana had actually taken Jimmy's credit cards and had withdrawn money, I guess, or used one of his credit cards while she was on her way to the women's shelter. So that's already credit card fraud right there because she knew he was dead and she took the cards anyway and used them. Mm. She's in jail now because she admitted it. I think they were trying to get her on like second degree murder or something like that. Now um, it's full blown. Well, no, because it's not premeditated. Oh, so the heat of the moment. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's why they're getting her for a second degree. But go figure, something goes wrong with, I don't know, it was like filing or something. I don't know if it's the district attorney. I don't know what happened, but something goes wrong where papers were missed, not filed within the proper time. And so you have 60 days to file these papers. The, the paperwork so she's in jail for two months and she ends up being released at the end of that because nobody had filed the paperwork to press charges against her <laughs> they let her go and by the time that the police realized that the paperwork had not been filed she's nowhere to be found now she has a warrant out for her arrest <laughs> yep they're not gonna find her nope eight murders later right so then yeah really? kiana So then Kiana starts drifting again. She's going from friends' couches again. She's going to women's shelters again. And she ends up drifting for a year. Eventually, March 2003, she reaches out to PJ again. Oh, PJ. She lets him know that she's in a bit of a bind. She doesn't have anywhere to stay. She doesn't know what she's going to do. And she she knows he's a good guy and would love him to help again. Okay? No. Don't do it, PJ. Use the cop. Too late. No, he's already committed. No, he's not. He um, just answered the phone. He allows her to sleep on his couch again. <sighs> PJ again. PJ, PJ. It's platonic, right? He says nothing's going on at this point. He is seeing someone. What? Oh wait, PJ was Air Force pilot. Yes, platonic friend. Correct. Husband Clinton was cop. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Okay, I'm sorry, PJ. I lied. You were not a cop. <laughs> yeah. Mind. So she goes back to PJ. Oh. Okay. And he's like, it's fine. You can sleep on my couch. It'll be okay. We'll get things figured out. His dad actually starts having questions. He feels like something's off about her. Yeah. So he does a case search on her and Kill finds me. out. Shut up. Finds out that she actually has a warrant out for her arrest. <gasps> Dad brings it up to PJ, and PJ's like, oh, yeah, no, she told me about that. What? She told me that it was in self-defense, so it's not actually as bad as you think it is, because I know it says that, like, murder, but, like, he was trying to rape her, Dad. Duh. You too nice, PJ. Right? And so Dad was like, well, I'm letting you know you need to talk about her. So then... PJ, being a good friend, takes her out to family events and everything like that. Oh. All she does is gush about PJ. Like, oh, my God, he's amazing. He's great. Yes, he does have a girlfriend. Well, I don't want to say girlfriend, but he was seeing someone. Okay. Like, so they were courting. They're not exclusive. No, I'm guessing no. 
But again, Kiana is Kiana. I get what I want and I want what I get. get yeah. What. So <laughs> she's like going to these family events and it's like all she does is say all these great things about him. Like he's fantastic. I love him so much. Blah, 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 blah. And then one day I think the dad said that he was over at PJ's house and she pulls the dad off to the side and expressing her love for PJ to the dad. Mm-hmm. And so the dad turns around, goes to PJ, and he was like, listen, this is what she just told me. This is what I just heard. So I need to let you know that you need to fix this shit right now. You need to let her know that this is not how you feel. If that's not how you feel, and squash it. PJ says, okay, I got it. Uh-oh. Yeah. So PJ, again, tells dad, you dad. know, he's having conversations with Kiana, trying to convince her to turn herself in, that it's not going to be that bad. If it was self-defense... You know, he's trying to help her get an attorney Mm -hmm. so that way she can, like, build the case and stuff like that for herself to show that it was self-defense and everything. Yeah. So she and then he, again, is going to talk to her and everything. And like I said, he's seen someone. March 27th, 2003. Mm. After a few days of not being able to get a hold of him, PJ's dad and brother's Talk to PJ's mom, and they're like, listen, we need you to go check on him. And so it was very unlike him to not be heard from his family. So the mom ends up going to his apartment, and she's knocking on the door. When there's no response at the door, she goes down to the landlord, and she's like, listen, or I guess the apartment manager or whatever, and says, hey, I need you to let me in. I just need to check on him, make sure everything's okay. Next thing you know, 911 phone call comes out. She says, listen, I'm calling about my son, blah, 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 blah. He's not actually a missing person. We found him, but he's been shot in the head. <gasps> oh, my gosh. He's dead in his bed. All Police I have come. to say. Yeah. Three fucking days. What? What? You want to wait three days before hearing from someone? The old. Okay, maybe. See, me. No, no, no. Because all of us are so active in our family chat, the one with, like, everyone. But I feel like there's days that, like, there's, there's like, a week that, like, we could all be talking, but, like, there's some that just don't respond. You know what I mean? Like, you would have to actually look to see if they're opening the messages or not. If my snap streak goes away. That's what I tell people all the time. You know something's wrong. Yeah. If everybody loses it. Something's up. Yeah. I was afraid of that happening while I was on COVID because I was just, mm-hmm. I was, I was dead for three days. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nah, I was dead. I don't thing. remember. I think I snapped everybody like three or four times every day. I'm pretty sure you did. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not losing these. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> okay, snap streaks. Who's got a snap streak with Lydia? Because I don't. I do. Okay, you keep an eye on that. Mine's one. at like four hundred. Girl, we had 600. Me and you. What's that? I know. She lost it one day and I can't remember what happened. Me and happened. you, we close. We, I don't remember what it is. Oh, her and I are like almost at 900 now. Shut up. <laughs> now, Linda's mom. Now I gotta look. I'm looking now. Yeah, no. Linda and I are at 605. 885, Let's... me and Linda. Yeah, I have. Me and you are almost at 600. Yeah. So you and my friend Beep, Beep. we are the same number. 597. Me and beep. 1131. Beep. Don't talk about it. Me and Lyd, 609. Okay, well, you got a streak with Lydia. Let us know if that ever goes away, that it is not oh, your fault. Oh, trust me. If, I, if the little hourglass thing is going, mm-hmm. I'm sending like, I, I'm sending you on the half hour or on the hour. I'm like, boom. You still haven't sent it yet. Boom. You're getting one again. Boom. Bitch, you better, you better respond Yo, to me because I will you. you guys came you. over. I was sitting on the couch and I'm screaming at Jonathan as I'm sending him Snapchats. I was like, we got an hourglass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of mine are pretty high. There's like three of them that are under 200. The rest mm. of them are over 500. Okay. Actually over 600. Continue. Okay. Anyways, snap streaks. Keep them alive, people. <laughs> um, keep your siblings alive. <laughs> oh my God. Your friends. They were siblings. It was his family that realized. I understand that, but your snap streaks don't always have to be your siblings. Well, whatever. So then, everybody realizes that Kiana is also missing. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yes. 
And then the dad brings it up to everybody. Well, I was going to say, no, because they all pointed the finger at her anyway. Like, the family started pointing the finger saying, hey, look, this is what was happening before. We're not really sure. It could have been of a fit of jealousy because she knew, like, Kiana had feelings for him, but she knew that he was seeing somebody. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Then the cops look into it, and the cops see that she actually has a warrant out for her arrest once they get the name. They start tracking PJ's credit cards, and they see that she is on the run. They start looking at the purchases that she made. They see that she has purchased hair dye. She has purchased clothing, and she's on the run. Like, they know, like, she's out of here. When they keep seeing where she's going, like, I didn't write down where she was pinned, but they see where she's going and stuff like that. She's actually headed to Mexico. And eventually she makes it over the border. (gasps) Yeah. Ooh, no. Because they found out that she went over to Mexico, the U.S. Marshals end up getting involved. Mm -hmm. And this dumbass gets herself pinpointed like it doesn't take them long to find her because of the fact that she is wiring money from PJ's credit card to herself in Mexico. So they end up busting down the door in the middle of the night, catching her (sighs) off guard. Good. Yeah. And I believe when she comes back... Like, when they have her extradited to the U.S. and they, like, get her to the airport, they literally have U.S. Marshals, like, lining the Mm -hmm. walkway with guns and everything. And she's just, like, smiling. And she's like, oh, hey. Like, it's nothing wrong. Holy shit. They're like, How long did it take them to find her? Like, I know that it was a few months. Huh. I actually didn't write that down. I know that it was a bit before they were able to get a hold of her because obviously getting U.S. Marshals yeah, and tracking and stuff like that. Yeah. But she does end up going to trial. Oh, my God. Where'd it go? Oh, there we go. Holy shit. I almost cried. She does end up going to trial and the family finds out that she has pled guilty, but she took a plea deal. <gasps> for the murder of PJ? For the murder of PJ and Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, PJ's family ends up finding out because, again, her parents find out. I guess her parents get the phone call that she's been arrested for murder and her parents have money. Oh, yeah. So her parents get her this lawyer and the lawyer ends up making a plea deal with the state's attorney. The family of PJ ends up finding out through a family friend that there is a trial for or there's a hearing for the plea deal. Mm-hmm. So the family ends up going to the hearing, and when all of this is going down, the I guess the judge ends up asking the family, like, whatever, or something happens where the family ends up being brought up, and the family's like, listen, we were never a part of this plea deal. No one ever discussed with us that this was going to be a thing. Like, we feel we should have been notified, and we weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The judge gets so pissed off, he accepts that she has pled guilty and denies the deal. Oh. that the state's attorney has given her. Oh, shit. Oh, district attorney. But the she they, the judge ends up accepting the, the guilty plea. So instead of giving her a reduced sentence, he ends up giving her the maximum sentence, which was 25 years. Mm-hmm. And she's thrown in jail. So she ends up having to serve her time. She's in jail. From what her ex-husband said, he said that it was a really rough time, all that stuff, like the first couple of years. You know, she was getting in a lot of fights. Um, eventually, she ended up shaving her head. That While she was in jail? While she was oh, in okay. jail, yeah. And eventually, things started getting better for her. Yeah, because she probably started beating people up. Pulling rank. Who knows? Well, who knows, honestly. <laughs> but she ended up, it, things ended up getting better for her. But after nine years of being in jail, she goes on the run. What? She ends up escaping. How? Apparently, she Clinton. had been hoarding medication gave it to her cellmates like mixed it in their food they didn't know that she had done that mixed it in their food they all pass out that night and so in the middle of the night they're saying it was around 1 a.m she escapes she goes across a catwalk she climbs the fence gets over it there's like blood on the fence she leaves a jacket behind and just runs for it is she still running well that was january 1st 2013 yeah oh no that's too close too close too close yeah so she ends up making it to la yeah from louisiana Louisiana. Uh girl why didn't you go across the border anyway we don't know what's happening i don't know maybe because at that point they were checking ids that was 2013 not to get into mexico to come back they would have to check your passport Mm -hmm. who knows i don't know maybe she was trying to get back to her connections who knows i don't know 
Not too long after that, she ends up being put on America's Most Wanted list. Oh! Because she won it. Of course. Again. She, Remember that they, TV show? Yes. They <laughs> said, they, they end up saying, like, in the news articles and stuff like that, because I did find a couple of news articles from when uh, she had escaped and everything. First off, people were pissed off because the... The prison didn't notify the community that surrounds them. So any of the residents or anything, none of them were notified yeah. that she had escaped. Like nobody. And they're like, we would have liked to know because if you're if we're sitting here like locking all of our like we would have taken precautions. Yeah, yeah. Like a lockdown. Yeah. And so then one person was like, well, to be honest, anytime that that does happen, the people usually have a getaway car waiting for them. They're not sticking around the area. So I kind of understand why they didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> so then that's January of 2013. So then in April of 2013, uh, police see women hanging outside of a club. I think it was, or like some sort of establishment. And they go to do their loitering thing. They mm-hmm. say, hey, can't be here. We need ID. She gives fake. I- she gives them a fake name. So they're like looking into it. They're like, we don't know about you. You need to come with us. Mm-hmm. So then she gets in the car. They take her down to the station. And when she gets to the station, they fingerprint her. And they end up finding out that she's actually on the run. And she's on America's Most Wanted. Oh, Duh. And then that's when she comes out saying... Yeah, no, I killed somebody. So they end up... Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. While she was out? No, 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 no. Oh. No. Like, like yeah, <laughs> no, she's, she's like, yeah, no, I'm on the run. Like, I had killed... Like, she was previously okay. in prison. Yeah. So then she ends up from L.A. going back to New Orleans. And then she ends up getting another trial for escaping. So on top of her 25 years, which she had already served, nine years, she gets more time for escaping. Good. How much? Yeah. She is up for release in 2027. I think that was it, 2027 or 2037. Up for parole? No, like she's she was going to be released after 25 years. So that's the original sentence. She didn't get life. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I know. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they added on. So it's like 2027 or 2037. I think it's 2027 because it felt really close to me and I was kind of scared, but it could also be 2037 because I might have blocked it out because I don't want to know. Because that could be if they added on 10 Mm -hmm. to the... Okay. So it would be 37. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 37. 2037. And that is the story of Kiana Barnes and how she... uh... Did they say why she snapped? Well, again... They're thinking that she was just the type of person, like the ex-husband said, she was just a very abusive person. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't unknown to him, like, for her to just have a short fuse. And anytime that you told her something, like, PJ was trying to tell her, you need to turn yourself in. You need to better be a better person. Like, you need to do this to help better you. You know, he was trying to get her to an attorney, but she didn't want to go to jail. And then a lot of people, like his family was saying, well, obviously they're not going to know. Like from what I read, she didn't say why she did it, but they were saying it could have been in a fit of jealousy because they believe, I think a friend of PJ said the night before PJ was killed, he was actually with the girl he was seeing. So they think that when he came home that they didn't get in a fight, but jealousy took over Kiana Mm -hmm. and... I guess I didn't say this earlier, but when they searched the place, they thought that it might be drug related because they found like an ounce of weed, like something small. And so they said, uh, was he a drug dealer? And they were like, what the fuck? No, like he was better than that. Like, okay, he has like the smallest amount, but that's not, he's not a drug dealer. Yeah. But when they were doing the search, they realized that somebody had gotten one of his pillows and possibly wrapped it around the gun because there was a bullet hole. Through so, the yeah. yeah, through the pillow. So none of the neighbors had actually heard the gunshot oh, go shit. off. So they think just like in a fit of jealousy, she went, she got the pillow to muffle the gunshot, and then she just dipped out. Dang. Yeah, because she was like, if I can't have him, like, he's like, again, the dad was like, listen, she said she loves you. You need to put her in her place because if you don't feel the same way. She's going to go crazy. Yeah. She went crazy. And so I guess he must have said something to her like, hey, you know, I'm seeing someone, you know, I don't feel that way about you. Yeah. I'm helping you to try and make things better. They think that that's probably why she killed him. Whoops. Yeah. Yikes. 
And they think that with Jimmy, it was just he must have said something wrong. They don't think that he was actually trying to rape her. They think that that was obviously just her excuse in saying that. Yeah. But that it must have been something along those lines. Like they believe that she just they don't know, like maybe because she was crazy. Yeah, yeah, because maybe it was because of the fact that he was out drinking with people. And she and was she, jealous. Yeah, and she was jealous of it. <sighs> Fatal attraction. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, her ex-husband was like, she pulled a gun on me, and I'm the lucky one that just, I didn't die. Yeah. He was like, every bullet just Smith missed me. Yeah. Well, they struggled. They were in yeah. a struggle. And every bullet. Yeah. But <laughs> every every bullet missed them. He was like, I think he said that it was fired like five or six times in that struggle and every single one of them missed him. Oh, Lord. She crazy. Yeah. You still crazy. She crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so she's still in jail. For now. Mm-hmm. She crazy. Don't let her out on parole. Oh, my gosh. Someone pay her so she gets in more time for fighting. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is my story of Kiana Barnes and her craziness. She got time, man. Summertime. Well, she'll, be, she'll be like in her 60s by then. Maybe she'll. That don't mean shit. I see Maybe misery. She'll be tired. Yeah. Oh my God, misery. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. She'll make my kids ideas. watch that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I still to this day cringe at the ankle scene. I can't. <laughs> do it. I don't, can't. Talk about it. don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Crunch, crunch. No. Oh, so on a random note. I was looking through my Snapchat memories. Oh, God. <laughs> we talked about Snapchat, so it like clicked in my head. Yesterday was five years from the day that I met Jonathan. Exactly five years. Oh, gross. I know. Isn't that so cute? I had like uh, Snapchats from <laughs> that I saved of us walking downtown doing the Pokemon rating. Oh, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, literally yeah. a Snapchat of us in front of like the governor's hall. And I'm just like hanging out with Leslie and her nerd friends. And I'm like walking in a circle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's some good raids that day. Ah. Yeah, I guess. Got 100% chop. Uh, I don't remember. Machop, Machamp? Machamp. Machamp. Yes. I remember just walking forever and catching a bunch of Magikarps so I could get my candies. And then I do remember going to Barnes and Nobles, the one in the Inner Harbor, Mm -hmm. and buying... What book did I buy? We ate at that Irish pub. Yeah, Terranog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I I knew the people that worked there. Oh, yeah. From working at the Cheesecake Factory. But yeah. Oh, the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe. I bought the big, big book. Yep. Okie dokie. <laughs> so today's missing person is Danis Aguilera. He has been missing since February 28th of 2020 in the Baton Rouge area. It says that he's 40 to 42 years old. It doesn't have a date of birth. A male Honduran, black eyes, black hair, 64 yeah. inches. I'm not kidding. 5'4". Sure. Uh, I'm weighs- 69 inches. I'm sorry. He weighs about 280 pounds. His dental records are unavailable and his DNA records are unavailable. He was last seen on the 2600 block of Green Oak Drive, possibly in a black two-door Ford Ranger. If you have any information concerning this case, please contact the Faces Lab. The numbers are 225-578-4761 or 225-578-4775. Huh, that's interesting. Or 911. I guess so. This sounds weird. Hmm? Hmm. Louisiana. I don't know. It's an oh. open case. It says he's missing. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. It doesn't tell me to, like, contact any uh police departments. Yeah. There's no picture of him either. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was the most recent one. Okay. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that's a little weird. <laughs> You're telling me all the other ones had a picture. I picked the only one that didn't have a picture. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they just does. haven't updated it. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. Thanks, Linda. You're welcome. Thanks for researching my story. You're welcome. Oh. There was a lot of TV watching. I really, like, I really was so sucked into that while drawing this woman's blood. And then I was like, I need to know. What's going on? I was like, I can't stand in this room. I have a job. <laughs> when I tell you that my actual written down notes were so ridiculous... I believe it. There was one part where 
Because, like, I'm trying to shorthand all of this, which I know is, like, half the reason why I don't keep my shit together. <laughs> but literally, I'm sitting there writing, and I was like, police realize they're, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they done did can't find her. <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever. Now, a lot of the times, like, when I was researching and Josh was sitting there, and I have, like, my headphones on, and I'm, like, typing, and then I'm like, stupid, stupid, stupid 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 and i'm like actually like putting like little notes in it thank you for stopping by hanging yeah out sorry with us intermission today. uh come look at our website eccthepodcast.com uh also come check out our facebook twitter and instagram at eccthepodcast still send us moth butts yes, yes. moth butts that and uh screeches man screeches um come check out Linktree so that way you can get a button to click on to take you all to all the other stuff. <laughs> and then uh, also come uh, join us on Patreon. And yeah. rate and review. And subscribe. And heart. And comment. Oh jeez, that was aggressive Fenrir. Dang dog. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> yes. Have a good week. Bye. Spoopy season. Oh, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!